Welcome to the Brand Ballers Podcast, where it's all about learning to build a brand that people understand. I'm Carl. And I'm Mike. And each week we tackle a topic related to personal branding. We talk about the importance, the goals, and share action steps based on our personal experiences. Our hope is to fast track your branding efforts so you can confidently demonstrate your expertise and knowledge to your audience. All right, anytime. Yeah, it's on. In last week's episode, we talked about six different blogging topics and goals you should strive to achieve with blogging. And so we're going to talk about each of those over the following six episodes. And we've already covered one of them last time. So today, we're going to be working at Home Depot here and working with the sounds of Home Depot. It's actually people just doing construction in our building. And, <laughs> and Mike's got some issues at home too. It's pretty funny. Anyway, so those six topics once again were number one, high level planning. Number two, finding a content form that your audience will like. Number three, finding a tone of voice. Number four, finding a process. Number five, finding a process to promote your blog after you've created something. And number six was find out if what you're doing is actually any good, as in measuring whether or not it's working. So today, we're going to talk about finding a content form your audience will like. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> something like that. All right. Yeah. I got a madhouse in the sink going on. Right. Yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So anyway, so so let's get started. So let's talk about the importance of choosing the right form of content. Why don't you start us off with that? All right. So the thing about choosing the right form of content is that it helps to keep you focused, organized. You know what you have to do. It and really what I like is that when you start getting into this mindset of what you wanna, you know, choosing what you wanna do and how you wanna do it, it just helps to kind of lay out sort of a system and you know how to uh, create sort of a what do you call it a, a process of how you're going to create content right it also helps so you're not jumping around between you know it's it's hilarious <laughs> today i can't believe it it's so funny like the guy upstairs is like i don't know what he's doing but anyway it sounds like he's boils. farting which is yeah it sounds like he's farting which is the funniest thing yeah. the drill sounds like a, some dude with a like major gas but anyway so the other thing about that that we talked about before is it, it keeps you from jumping around and thinking, okay, I'm going to do this today and, oh, next week, what am I going to do? I'll just do this or I'll try something different. So it keeps you focused anyway. So the second point is it helps your audience then know what to expect from you, which is related to the first one, right? Okay, so identifying your niche and, niche and specialty, I think it's more about just letting people know that they're in the right place. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. Like once they get there, they know, okay, yeah, this guy talks about this topic in this way. And I think that's where the identifying your niche especially come into play choosing the right form of content allows you to connect more effectively with your audience because you can communicate clearly with your audience based on what or how they prefer to be i guess talk to talk to right exactly i like being talked to you know <laughs> in a certain way as well but no no, no anyway but it was actually that point okay yeah think about your boss who says okay uh, they send off to someone, okay, uh, sum up something in bullet points. Uh, so they want five bullet points. That's how they like to retrieve information. Some people like that style. Other people want more details. So, no, but I think that it means their modality. Like, what is their learning style? What's, what modality best suits them? So I think that's what you're talking about in terms of being able to communicate effectively with someone. So as an example, we have the podcast, right? And, you know, that's effective, hopefully, for someone who likes drills and dishes banging in the background <laughs> yeah exactly well so let me just talk about that with the podcast so we chose to do a podcast um you know i think both you and i we we 
we like this idea of being able to teach people about stuff and to go through, talk about the stuff that we've experienced, and especially because we want to build a podcast for DIYers, uh, people that want to go out and, and they're just really wanting to do something. Uh, I th- it just really felt like, okay, well, we can read about that a lot. Podcast would be a little way that we could do this a, a bit differently. And so like we kind of laid down kind of like, okay, ground lines of what it is, how we would want to uh, serve information, especially make it really action oriented, uh, because we feel that that's probably what would, you know, our audience might find, uh, find attractive. It's also going to be going into one of our action steps as well, which we'll talk about later on, which is another reason why we chose the podcast. Uh, but as another example, then with Edutech microphones, I always use video because for that one, people expect to be able to see and hear what the products are all about. So video suits that type of form. All right. Uh, and then I guess it goes into the last point that we want to talk about here, and it's uh, what's best for you in terms of actually producing that content, and what are you comfortable with doing, or actually that you're able to do with, I guess, a limited amount of resources for either learning it or you know uh, purchasing equipment and what have you. Yeah, exactly. So I wasn't going to be comfortable doing a podcast with it, you know, just a single take kind of thing, but knowing that I have the keys to the engine and I can cut whatever I want out and, you know, maybe leave in if Carl ever messes up, that was really good. That was a selling point for me to go forward with. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That was it totally, right? <laughs> That's pretty cool. I mean, we got through had the importance of it pretty quickly there. I think people understand now the, the different forms and I guess we're not talking just, um, you know, the, the way that you're producing it where we're talking about the actual you know form and the the structure of it right so let's give people maybe some action steps they can take away from the podcast then okay so the first action step could just basically be decide on what the right form is for you so think about like what do you like to do and what types of content or format do you prefer you know when it comes to doing anything if you actually are, if you enjoy doing it, it makes things a lot easier to, to do. You know, consider about the things that, you know, what it is that you like. Be a little bit selfish here. And it's going to be helpful because at the end of the day, there's so many people out there that uh, no matter what type of form you choose to communicate with them, I think you're going to, there's going to be a, a good amount of people that you're going to be able to reach out to. Right. I think you can later on expand into other ones as well. If you find one works, you can always experiment with other ones too. Uh, but the second point then is, again, related to what we mentioned earlier, which is what would you actually be comfortable with making and producing on a regular basis? And be realistic about that because you don't want to say you're going to create, for example, a web series and then you've never actually even used a video camera in your life or mm-hmm. something like that. So there's that. And also think about, for example, for me, I think about the time commitment that it takes to produce, for example, now three videos a week plus the podcast with Mike. I mean, Mike does all the work for the podcast, mm-hmm. but for the three videos, it does take a significant amount of time. It takes practically you know, a day and a half almost to, from shooting and editing and uploading and whatever. It takes at least a day and a half, maybe even two days, I would say, of actually just doing that all day long. So there's that too, right? Yeah, I mean, so with the podcast, like this, clearly, I mean, we've got construction going on in the backgrounds of us. And so it's not a perfect setting. But for me, I was definitely willing to accept that. And I also consider that that's part of the, you know, the the everyday chaos is actually can be part of just running a business as a business owner. So um, 
I'm willing to sacrifice, you know, great quality sound or having mess ups or, or uh, you know, buildings falling behind me. You know, that happens. Um, <laughs> but and I thought, you know, one example that I've seen is, uh, you know, I was recently listening to um, the Tropical MBA podcast. They brought on a guy uh, who he runs a YouTube channel called The Smoking Tire. And what he realized was that, uh, you know, you would think you need these polished films to do to to make to to make something really entertaining that people are going to watch what he learned over time though was that actually his audience didn't need so much of this polished looking stuff if he could just go with something that was just raw uh just really showing him as as a normal person inside of cars using ordinary cameras uh nothing professional it actually comes off as uh good for his audience and so that was that was cool and for him from a from a production standpoint you know it was just something that he felt much more comfortable with because he could control it he didn't have to always rely on you know looking for a team of of good video editors and stuff so i think with that right yeah that guy definitely sorted it out because he he realized that it wasn't about how much time and money he spent on it but rather what he was producing so after listening to that as well i thought okay that guy has you know he definitely figured out that okay how much it's actually costing him to produce those really fancy nice looking videos compared to what it costs you know what he actually earned back from it Mm -hmm. i mean he did go on to say that it was an investment Mm -hmm. so i do think that okay if you are going to make things a little bit more i guess uh, prettier or whatever that that is a bit of an investment as well so it could help you down the line in the future so anyway so choose the right form for you and whatever time and frame works for you and things like that all right so the second thing then is to research and plan out your initial batch of topics so say for example 10 to 20 topics to start just so you can get going and so that you'll have them kind of in the queue so that as you're kind of getting more of this kind of going and getting it out there you can have it ready to go you don't have to be struggling each week coming up with topics cool okay so what's the third one last one third one is set a deadline for when you will complete the above task when whenever it's possible if you can just make something a part of your daily routine i've got to produce something in five days or i've got something like this i find that it just helps to get get the engine going and to kind of build up that momentum so if you're realistic about what it is that you set out to do and you say okay i'm gonna in three days it's gonna be done i don't know in the mind it just makes it look like hey you know what i can do that um it's convincing and it just gives sort of that puts you in that good attitude i think to just keep going forward and that is this episode of the brand ballers podcast be sure to subscribe to get fresh new episodes each and every single week and please let us know if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover thanks for listening to brand ballers learning to build a brand that people understand